0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout and discussing everything that has been taking place in the geek world over the past 168 hours, well, give or take, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to Stolen Droids Podcast, episode number 247. I'm Zahner. I'm Zook. Um, Unfortunately, many Collins died to bring you this episode. Is
0: that unfortunate or is it fortunate because we have the episode
1: you know, there's a good argument either way. I, I get, I get where you're going on that one. I mean, it sucks um, to
0: lose a call in it any day of the week, but you know, if we bring if it brings us the episode, is it a bad thing?
1: You know what? I'd lose a call in for a really good scone. If I could have like a perfect <laughs> scone every morning, I would sacrifice a call in every morning for that.
0: Okay, so let me ask you then: a British scone or a Utah scone?
1: Where it's more like Navajo flatbread, yeah. Where it's just fry bread. Oh, I love fry bread. I yeah, that, that's what I'm talking about. Okay. The British scone. I I don't drink enough tea to to get that thing edible.
0: Oh, they're delicious, man. Screw you. <laughs> I had English fish and chips tonight. There's a there's a place called A Little Taste of Britain, uh, in Layton, which is for those who don't know, Northern Utah area, just a little bit f- east of where I live, and north of Salt Lake City. And they have the most amazing English fish and chips. And I bought a bunch of British candy while I was there, too. So it if was. If it like... was
1: truly a little taste of Britain, it'd be the most delightful fish and chips.
0: Oh, they were truly
1: delightful. Sound like a colonist, um, not a colonist, a colonist. Hey, uh, we're brought to you by our friends over at Forty Eight Fourteen Web Hosting. Without whom, I would have broken the site long ago. Um, our wonderful sponsors: TruckRadio.net, KryptonRadio.com, OpenBookAudio.com, Stitcher.com, Radio KSCR, and Eagle Moss Limited. Um, we also have a bit of news for everyone, which is why programming we, we can- information. Yeah, why well, we kind of skipped over one person. um, Schmitty, um our, our beloved friend, uh, confidant, compadre, I was about to say third leg, that sounded horribly wrong, but you, you get it if we're in, like, a sack race or something. Maybe <laughs> yeah. not. Anywho, uh, he is dealing with some uh, health issues right now, uh, partially brought on by podcasting. Um, we do this kind of late at night, and if... Uh, if you're not feeling real well in other areas, if you're having health issues in other areas, turns out that staying up late to do podcasts doesn't really help. No, so, it doesn't. Um, he is taking a sabbatical of sorts to uh, regain his health. Uh, we wish him a speedy, speedy recovery. Um, maybe I'll maybe for Christmas I'll get him a back to tank. You think that would help?
0: Back to makes everything better.
1: That needs to be a motto somewhere. BACTA makes things better
0: oh it 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 it'll fix anything. I mean, come on, why wouldn't you get him a Bacta tank
1: Well, money for one oh, they are not cheap
0: that well, that is true, but hey, if the rebel alliance operating on a shoestring budget could do it then i'm sure I'm sure you can
1: true. The rebel alliance didn't have four mouths to feed anyway um so we do <laughs> wish him a very, very speedy uh, recovery. Hope he gets back up to a hundred percent. Um, soon. Tr- soon. Yeah.
0: Yes. Very so soon. We do wish him the best. And unfortunately, you know, real life does get in the way and you got to kind of roll with real life when it gets going. So, or else you're going to mm-hmm. get rolled over by it.
1: So, um, so you're probably wondering then what does that mean for the shows?
0: Yes. Well, we actually have some feedback I want to address. It was sent in to us, um, at SD files, uh, by our buddy David Carver. He is like our number one fan, which is awesome. Uh, we love having any fans, let alone a number one fan. But he, he sent in an email to me a few days ago. And he said, are the S, SD files closed? Will we be getting any more shows? Was calling your deep throat and his repeated death severed your info source. And then he said something in France in French that I don't um, understand. I, I think he's asking where the cheese is. Uh, but I'm not sure. Uh, so to address that, uh, oh, sorry, it's actually Latin and it says who will guard the guards themselves in Latin, which
1: you were close. You were so close. Yeah.
0: Well, (laughs) Q U I S. I look at that and I think French, but, but apparently Latin David, thanks for being smarter than me as usual. So yeah, to address that with Schmitty going on hiatus at the moment, um, or for the time being, SD files are closed. Uh, there's just so many hours in the week for one guy to try and do all these shows, and I can't do it. So we are putting it on hiatus for now. If if and when Schmitty gets going again, then we'll look at, at reopening them. But sadly, for now, they are done, which really sucks. But you know, you got to do what you got to do. It so, is what
1: it is. It is. And other such sayings and idioms.
0: Yes, but thank you all who listen to SD Files. We do appreciate your your listenership. We do appreciate uh, you guys taking time out of your schedule to listen to us because uh, we know there's a lot of other options out there, and the fact that you guys would tune in to us is very humbling and very flattering. So thank you for that.
1: Very much so. Um, we have some other feedback as well. Um, let's see here if my mouse would work. This wonderful new update that uh, Windows just pushed not so great on my hardware. Okay, so uh from Ruff in regards to episode 245. This is 2 episodes ago. Uh in light of your recent experiment with pee and poop episodes and harkening back to the apple you are not holding it right, please cover the attached you are not sitting right in your next episode. Cheers, Ruff. And he sends (laughs) us a link to the Squatty Potty. Yes. Now, Ruff, if you were listening, um, I want to say it was episode... Oh, what was it? There was an episode where this was Zahner's favorite.
0: Yes, I I talked at length about it because it's freaking awesome. And it works. Have you been using it? I have not used it, but I have talked to people who have them as I've done my research into it. And yes, talking to people, especially women about pooping not always the most elegant of topics
1: well are they sure it's working or is this like a placebo or or a poop sebo if you will
0: well you know i actually my i showed it to my wife and she said well we have step stools for the kids why to brush their teeth why don't you just get a couple step stools and set them up and and see if it makes a difference yeah it makes a difference it makes a difference. The step stools See, are a pain, and I trip over them constantly, so I don't. Yeah, think that, that
1: was the difference I found too, because my kids have step stools, and I tried it out. And you know what the step stool was? Uh, I I I looked like an idiot, and I almost fell off mid-action.
0: I think your step stool may be too big, or maybe your toilet is too small—one of the two. But yeah, I I got in perfect position. I think I can assume with this because, boy, it just unkinks everything and. You're good to go within a few minutes. It, it was awesome. So I really, I, I would like to get Squatty Potty as a sponsor of our show. Because, you know, <laughs> why not? Them and Dollar Shave Club, I would totally pimp their wares any given opportunity.
1: I use Dollar Shave Club. As do I. As do I. Um, another uh, feedback from Raf, on, this one on episode 246, um, I have no comment on your financial comments. Nope, nope, zip.
0: How is that possible?
1: Um, maybe because he just doesn't want to touch it with a 10-meter cattle prod. Okay. I doubt it's because I said anything that made any sense. Are we just um, that
0: far off that he's like, I can't even all the things with these fools.
1: I can't cut through the stupid on this one. I'm just not even going to touch it. <laughs> um, he also goes on to write, uh, however, with regards to Star Wars and merchandise, you can get CPU water blocks with various Star Wars logos. Why? No idea. Cheers, Ruff. And Ruff, you're right. Um, I guess the reason the reason for my outrage was not that this was a Star Wars phone, and of course I'm talking about the Motorola droid that comes in like the BB eight version or the Ray version or
0: the the Verizon exclusive Star Wars editions.
1: Right, right. Because I I know what you're saying, but there's a difference between customized stuff that has a logo you like that is indicative of something you like and merchandise that says oh hey buy me i'm blank this like i'm a star wars water block or i'm a star wars phone and the only thing that really makes it such is a picture meaning like a background it's a digital file it's not a real thing yeah i i I don't know maybe and now that i'm saying it out loud i i realize the hole in that argument i know how that sounds but There's nothing on this phone that makes it Star Wars except for a file.
0: A freaking wallpaper file at that.
1: Yeah, I mean, even the HP laptop that's a special edition Star Wars one is more quote-unquote Star Wars than these phones. Because the actual lid has been completely repainted for it. Yeah? I'm just saying. It's like I could put a picture on my phone of of the Master Chief and call it a special edition Halo phone. It's not <laughs>
0: <laughs> true, but it could but be. It could be. It could be. be. And really isn't it all about what it could be? Don't we don't we want to just look at the at the uh, potential of things and not actually look at what they really are?
1: Mm. Um, Glue <laughs> writes, uh, I was at Walmart recently and they had Star Wars episodes one through six in limited edition steel bookcases. So I was wondering which order is the best or your favorite order to watch Star Wars in. Also, prepare your fists to teach the young children proper movie going etiquette. People need to learn the do's and not do's at movie theaters. Have a good one, guys. Is Dollface planning to return in the future? Thanks, Clue. Dollface has actually moved on to a few other projects. Uh, we still see her at conventions. Uh, we're friends with her. She still chats with us. However, I don't think she'll be coming back, which is too bad because she did have the prettiest voice of us all.
0: And she does have like $1,200
1: worth of my Star Wars toys. Just saying. She's also made a beeline from Mexico. Just saying. Um, As for your first one there... <laughs> Episodes 1 through 6, I actually believe in um, a couple different ways to show. Now, I showed it to my kids 1 through 6 in numerical order because I was showing them to a wide range of kids. One, uh, My youngest is 4, my oldest is 12, and none of them had seen any of them. Partially because it was just easier that way for the 4-year-old to kind of grasp the, the progression of story. And also because children have a really great ability to suspend disbelief. They they can do it so much better than adults can because they can just immerse themselves in it. And they also don't have a problem seeing a story from the character's point of view. It doesn't matter that they know something because they know the character doesn't. And they're willing to go along that ride. So they know that Darth Vader is Anakin Skywalker and ergo Luke's father. But they don't know that they also know that Luke doesn't know that. They also don't know whether or not Darth Vader knows that. And, and so it didn't ruin the reveal in Return of the Empire or The Empire Strikes Back, excuse me, when he says, no, I am your father. It didn't ruin that. In fact, it made it all the worse because they all kind of gasped and said he knew he knew the whole time. He knew and he fought him anyway. That being said, if I were to introduce someone to the series again and it was an adult, I'd probably do the machete order or a modified version of it, which is four five two three six. That makes it Vader's story. And it cuts out everything that didn't really matter at all to the story, which is to say episode one. Episode one provides nothing to the overall narrative of Star Wars.
0: Episode one is a complete waste. And you know, it's interesting cuz I went back and I rewatched the tril- or the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy in order. And I really believe that the entire prequel trilogy could just be thrown out the window. I don't think that it does anything, especially with episode 7 just coming out. Y- you don't need to know anything that happened in the prequel trilogy to enjoy episode 7 and jump right in.
1: True. Though um Squishy actually enjoys episode one and squishy has a very specific job. It's kind of funny. He works with youth all the time. Um, he's a psychiatrist, uh, works for a youth center to help them out. And, uh, he, he told me something that I just found absolutely hilarious because he went back through and watched episode two all over again, attack of the clones. And there's those horrible, horrible scenes between Anakin and Padme where the dialogue is just some of the worst stuff you've ever heard in your life. And, and he Hayden goes,
0: Christensen's an awful actor, too, to begin, to begin very with. Very much so, so. You give him bad direction and bad dialogue, you're doomed.
1: But, uh, but he said something that I just thought was the scariest and most hilarious thing I'd ever heard. And he goes, nope, nope. I can now say with 100% cer- certainty that this is something that unstable teenagers say to each other when they think they are in love. This is actual dialogue. This is how they talk when they think they know what they're talking about. They think they understand love, and they're not quite right in the head. So props to them. It's absolutely right. (laughs) So
0: George Lucas didn't screw it up. He nailed it, and everybody just thinks he screwed it up.
1: Uh, Maybe everyone else thinks they're a little bit more eloquent as teenagers than we all actually were.
0: (laughs) I was a complete idiot as a teenager. Eloquent. I'm a complete idiot now, and I'm 40 years old, man
1: eloquence nothing i just wanted to touch boobs so in that way anakin was doing way better than i ever did
0: (laughs) because he was
1: a boob yeah yeah he
0: was and touching
1: Uh, um to answer your other question um well it's not really even a question well Zana, what's your favorite order i didn't get to you uh my favorite order would be four five six
0: seven that yeah (laughs) that that's my favorite order
1: um, so your second point, uh, prepare your fists to teach the young children proper movie going etiquette. Okay. So two examples here. I saw episode seven on Thursday night at 10.30 p.m. on Thursday night. Um, it was epic. It was just incredible. And yeah, people cheered when they see the Lucas film happen. They cheered. And when the Star Wars crawl starts, when it just says Star Wars and you have that, that, that fanfare, fanfare, that, that trumpet. Yep. Yeah, people cheered, and as soon as the crawl started, everyone stopped, and they just started watching. Yep. And then something funny would happen, and everyone would laugh, and then they get quiet again. And then a character would come on screen who everyone was excited about, and they'd cheer, and then they got quiet again real fast. And you know what? That's okay. That is beyond okay because I was one of those people because it was premiere night. It was opening night. People were really excited about this. It was so incredibly hyped. It was so. I, I've been, I've been sitting there with my Fandango printout for seven weeks waiting for this thing to go. I was cheering. I have no issues with that. But also because we all love it so much and respected it enough to do that, to get their opening night, we weren't going to ruin it for ourselves or anyone else. That is proper. I think that is following etiquette. I think that was good. Yes. My second example was the next night. I took my wife to see Mocking Jay, the Hunger Games Mocking Jay Part 2. Um, I know it's been out for a little while. My wife has really wanted to see it to finish up the series. Uh, and I really wanted to take her to it. So we did. It has been out for a while and we went to a smaller theater a little bit south of us. Uh, the theater probably wasn't even 10% full because Again, it's been out for a while, and Star Wars was also playing in the next theater over. So everyone was there to see that. And the people who were in it were all adults who evidently were raised on Mystery Science Theater 3000 and talked through the entire movie, making snide jokes or comments here or there, like they were the funniest things in the theater. Like, I had just spent $9 a ticket to listen to them. So, it's not really the kids that have issues, I think.
0: Apples don't fall far from trees. Yeah. If you're a douchebag in the theater, guess what? Your kids are going to be douchebags in the theater.
1: I learned it from watching you, Dad. (laughs) I learned it from watching
0: you. Well, you know, it's funny because I went and saw Krampus the other night, and that's like a bad 80s horror movie. It's it's like laughable. And I took my daughter and her friend, who are both 15, and... They were apparently laughing and making snide comments. They did the whole MST3K thing the whole way through, but they did it quietly, and I didn't even hear it. So I missed it all, which kind of bummed me out because my daughter's pretty funny. Uh, But, yeah, if you're going to be that person, at least do it quietly enough to where you don't disturb everyone else in the theater.
1: And make sure the person you're doing it with this this bit of advice, by the way, is applicable for nearly everything in life. <laughs> the thing that you're doing and the person you're doing it with, make sure they want to be doing it with you. Yes, make sure they consent. <laughs> because if, if, if the two of you are just kind of whispering so quietly that no one around you is being bothered, well, hey, that's on the two of you. That's fine. But if the person you're whispering to wants you to shut the crap up, then shut up. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, there's nothing that I hate more than going to the movie with someone. And thirty seconds in, what's going on? Who's that
1: That'd person? That'd be my kids. I don't or my even mother. know
0: who that person is. You be quiet and let me figure it out. And guess what? If you if I figure it out, chances are you will too. So
1: I joke. My mother actually is; she's not like that. She's she's very good about movies, and she's not old and senile either. So that helps.
0: That is helpful.
1: Yes. What is kind of confusing, however, is the times when my mother does at the end of the movie. We're in the parking lot, or we're driving back. Now. That character, who was that? That was this person. Oh, that does explain the rest of the movie, then. I'm thinking, (laughs) (laughs) well, okay. I would have forgotten by the end of the movie to even ask that. I just would have assumed it was something I'd missed. That
0: works. (laughs) That's awesome.
1: (laughs) That's awesome. And I know she listens, and I know she's going to write or call me or say, uh, no, I'm not that bad, am I? Yes, Mother, I love you. Um, so, yeah, if you have feedback, feedback at stolendroids.com or give us a call 801 917 geek. We do appreciate it. Um, into our headlines. And we've both got to be honest. Uh, it's kind of the same thing as last week. We're still in Star Wars mode. We, we, we hopped onto the hangout here and we talked for an hour and a half about Star Wars.
0: Was it that long? Time just flies when you talk nothing but Star Wars.
1: Um,. Let's give the spoiler-free review. Should you see it? Yes. Yes. Should you see it twice? Yes. Should you see it in 3D? Honestly, up to you. I saw it in 3D on Row 2, and it was still enjoyable. couple spots where the 3D broke, but I honestly think that's because I was in Row 2. I saw it, it in
0: IMAX 3D, and I thought it was great. I also yeah. saw it in regular format, and I thought it was great.
1: Yeah, um, It doesn't matter how you see it, but you should see it. And you should see it in big screen with uh, John Williams' soundtrack just blaring yeah, over go Atmos. To a, go to
0: a theater with good sound.
1: Definitely. Um, are the rumors true? That, yes. That
0: depends on the rumor.
1: If the rumor is that it happens after the destruction of the second Death Star, yes. Um, if the rumor is that it happens in a galaxy far, far away long ago, Yes. Um, if the rumor is that Jar Jar is Anakin's father, yes. However, all the other rumors I heard were all wrong. Did you notice that? You know, I thought it
0: was really kind of funny because I remember watching a YouTube video after the most recent trailer came out where they took all of the footage from all of the trailers, tried to analyze it, and put it together in chronological order and say, okay, well, this is probably what's happening. Wow, they were wrong. They were wrong on so many levels and so
1: many things. It was awesome. and not just a little bit wrong. Oh they yeah, were like it was like, way it, off the mark.
0: It was like gloriously wrong,
1: like a completely different movie. Because I noticed that too. A lot of the, uh, a, a lot of the stuff. Uh, my favorite was the, and you guys had this idea too that Kylo Ren was actually Luke Skywalker. Yeah, you no, know, not even close.
0: I know that yeah. that's a popular I, one that's been going out there.
1: I, but. All I can say is, is do your best to avoid spoilers, and the best way to do that is to go see it as soon as possible. Yes. We won't ruin it for you other than it really is just epic, and you need to see it.
0: I put it up there with on the same level as Empire Strikes Back. It's I put it above. It's that good. It's that good.
1: I put it above. And um,
0: my wife is not a Star Wars fan. She's familiar with Star Wars because she's married to a freaking Star Wars nerd, and even she loved it. So that says a lot.
1: Yeah. Uh now all that being said, no, there's nothing more to say about it. Just go see it. Yeah. And, That's all. And BB eight is awesome. I want a BB eight so bad. Though I don't think my floors could take it. Probably not.
0: Get a Roomba instead. At least your at least your carpets will be clean.
1: Well uh, yeah, if you if you just kinda of wrapped BB eight in Swiffer, that would work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just
0: See, I want a Roomba, but I'm afraid my dog would destroy it, so
1: Um, into our Headlines, which again are kind of all over the place, because we were just too excited for Star Wars.
0: So, Yay. Uh, we we have data breach news.
1: <laughs> when do we not?
0: You know, it's really kind of getting ridiculous.
1: Uh, this one is um, a possible breach at Uber. Yes. Yeah.
0: Apparently, the U.S. Justice Department is looking into a a possible breach. Uh, Prosecutor Miles Ehrlich um, said that that Lambert, who is um, the Lyft technology chief, had nothing to do with it, so they don 't believe that Lyft is stealing stuff
1: You guys may remember that uh, there is that key that was found by someone at Lyft, and he used it to access everything at Uber and then quickly got out, but that some Uber stuff was missing so they're they 're saying now that he was not involved.
0: Yeah, but they say given that Uber apparently lost driver data, a law enforcement investigation is to be expected, and the benefit is that the culprit here is going to be identified and that it's going to remove uh Chris's name, Chris Lambert, that is, from any conversation about Uber's data breach as it should. So, yeah, I mean, I guess Lyft is not involved, allegedly, but they are looking for hackers. Um. I don't know. Do they know the extent of the breach yet, Zoo?
1: They do not. They do not. They're offering a bounty for it, for information on it, but they don't know how much information was taken. Um, but here's the thing. I would just, and this is what I always think of when I hear of these stories. Let's look at the information the company can have. Okay. In the case of Uber, it is your location data, your payment data, you know, you basically your location history and your payment history. And that's about it. Yeah. So, let's just assume that's compromised. So, if you're trying to avoid someone and you don't want them to know where you've been, just assume that's compromised. If uh, you use a credit card that you use to pay for everything, including Uber, just assume that's compromised. Yep. If you use the same username and password to log into Uber as you do for everything else, assume it's compromised. Don't wait for them to tell you what they feel has been compromised because they'll lie anyway. Just assume it's all in. Now, that's Uber. If this was like your health care <clears throat> <dishonor>, um then <laughs> you should assume that all your medical records are now public knowledge uh, and that your insurance information is as well. You should just do this every time you hear this breach. If it affects a company that you use or you know for a fact that your name was one of the ones affected, you should just always assume that it's a worst case scenario. Because it is foolhardy and dangerous to assume otherwise.
0: Yeah, I agree. And, you know, I've actually gotten to the point where when I hear that I've got a data breach happening again, I just assume that I'm involved. Or when I hear that there is a data breach happening, I just assume I'm involved.
1: I'm going to. I think that law enforcement authorities are going to start assuming that you're involved here as well, and not in the way that you want.
0: I know. It's like. All these companies, they've got one. You're a Trojan horse. They've got one person in common. Find out what this
1: Zoner dude knows. (laughs) You are the human Trojan horse. They'll they'll talk. You're Trojan man.
0: (laughs) They'll talk to me. 30 seconds in, they're like, wow, this guy's dumb. He couldn't mastermind this.
1: Isn't this awesome? I've gotten free identity protection for years.
0: (laughs) While you suckers are paying for LifeLock, I'm getting it for free.
1: My identity is so protected. I'm bulletproof.
0: You know, the thing, though, with this identity protection stuff, I keep getting compromised. I've never been... So it's been, obviously not working. I've never been notified by these people that are allegedly being paid to protect my identity. I just realized that. Wow, these people are full of fail.
1: Well, and this isn't in our headlines. I'm trying to look it up right now. But just this... uh Just this... um week actually yeah here it is no that's from 2010 there was an actual charge being done against lifelock it's been found that they don't do anything to help protect identity and they're now having to pay fines to the ftc i can't find the article right now i saw it pop up in my feed earlier this week uh but yeah it's a it's a non not so insignificant fine that they have to pay now oh yeah it's crazy oops uh, well, OK, so we've talked about what Zoner can expect by having Uber breached, even though he's never used Uber, he I, still can expect. I'm
0: sure I'll be compromised somehow.
1: Yeah. Um, and when his health information was hacked and, of course, his government information was hacked. Uh, so, Zoner, what can we expect to see compromised now that Instagram has a hack?
0: Um, <laughs> There's a lot. Uh, you know, it's funny because we actually talked last week how no, Instagram was not hacked. Um, but apparently somebody did hack it. And they gained access to everything, um, source code on the website, SSL certificates and private keys, uh, keys for authentication cookies, personal details of users and employees, email server credentials, and keys for over half a dozen critical functions. Um, this uh, This sounds to me like it was a, a white hat hacker.
1: yeah, it was actually a, uh, a bug hunter yes. for Facebook.
0: And he brought the issue to Facebook, and Facebook actually got mad. They were not happy with this at all. Um, They, Yeah, they they actually threatened to sue the dude, which, you know, way to go. You just got exposed, and now you're going to be a dick about it. Good on you, Zuckerberg.
1: Yeah, um, they they supposedly are um, threatening to sue him for, quote, intentionally withholding flaws and information from their team, end quote. Two problems with this. He obviously didn't because you know about it. And two, you remember when that guy added uh, himself to Mark Zuckerberg's friend list? Yeah. Because he kept submitting a bug report and it kept getting getting shot back saying, "Uh, that's wrong, it's not a bug, it's not a bug. And then finally, the bug team just stopped responding to him. So he went and exploited the bug and got banned for it. I,
0: that, yeah, this is typical Facebook. I mean, I, th- I think Facebook is just downright dirty. I can't stand Facebook. Schmidty was smart to get off of it, and I would love to if I could.
1: Yeah, we talked about that last week, and, yeah. and I'm still right there with you. That, and I really want to take some of these surveys that tell me what my name means in Irish <laughs> and what color is my soul.
0: Yes, because being able to answer six questions will tell you all about your soul.
1: I just – well, I just – I don't know where I can find that information except on Facebook. And I don't know where my life would be without it. I know. How am I supposed
0: to know what color lightsaber I would have?
1: I'm very confused how my Japanese family name could have an Irish family crest. But, okay, we'll go with it. Obviously, Facebook knows more about this than I do. They did answer – they did ask me a personality question. How could they not know?
0: Facebook did issue a statement. Um, They said, quote, we are strong advocates of the security researcher community and have built positive relationships – with thousands of people through our bug bounty program. These interactions must include trust, however, and that includes reporting the details of bugs that are found and not using them to access private information in an unauthorized manner. In this case, the researcher intentionally withheld bugs and information from our team and went far beyond the guidelines of our program to pull private non-user data from internal systems. We paid him for his initial bug report based on the quality, even though he was not the first to report it but we didn't pay for the subsequent information that he had withheld. At no point did did we say he could not publish his findings. We asked that he refrain from disclosing the non-public information he accessed in violation of our program guidelines. We remain firmly committed to paying for high-quality research and helping the community learn from researchers' hard work. Blah, 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 blah.
1: So what are they trying to claim here? They're trying to claim that he put in the bug report, they paid for it, and that he then went and exploited the bug, the bug anyway?
0: Yeah, that's what it sounds like. That's what it sounds like. So, um, hmm. yeah, I don't know. This is, I don't know. But yeah, Instagram, it's vulnerable. So, And it was hacked by some guy who now knows all of your...
1: Private information because yes but all those great pictures of the food you've been making
0: yes, the selfies galore now stop and think about it though you you just mentioned this. what data could they have access to?
1: Well, in this case, um, it's not so much your data. it looks like this particular exploit hits the back end, the administrative parts, so it's less your data and more the company's data.
0: but it does he did get user data. So. Yes,
1: so again, your password, your possible password, your username, um, probably any location data based on your EXIF package, which is oftentimes attached to your photos, Yes. and most Instagram photos are taken with phones, so it's always in there.
0: Yep, so yeah, yeah. you're probably not going to become a huge victim of identity theft in this particular case, but who knows, who knows. So while we're talking you will about
1: get a random, you will get a random pen pal letter from China because they really liked your picture of raspberry scones that you made. <laughs> can, 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 can you send us some of those?
0: Unfortunately, you don't like scones, but hey, apparently the Chinese, they like those raspberry ones.
1: They're all about the British, you know? Yeah, they are. It's, Ever since Hong Kong. Yes.
0: Now, while we're talking about Facebook, should we talk about WhatsApp? Um,
1: yeah, let's do that.
0: Um, so WhatsApp actually got banned in Brazil. And I believe there's an update to this. I believe that the ban was lifted. Uh, but a Brazilian judge ordered a 48-hour national ban on WhatsApp. And that then prompted users to flock to Telegram, which I don't, I've do not i never used. I imagine it's a comparable service. Uh, I don't know much about it. But they had 1.5 million and counting new users within, like, the first 24 hours. It was crazy. They had so many people come in that the s m s gateways were unable to deliver all of the confirmation codes that's hilarious, and it looks like the ban was all based well speculated that it was that it was um caused by somebody within the wireless industry
1: right they're using uh, a legal smoke screen saying that. The way WhatsApp allows people to connect to each other using their their mobile number is illegal. Um, if you use Skype, you have to use a username, you have to create a username. Uh, Google Hangouts, same idea. Everything you have to create an account. WhatsApp, you just use your mobile number, and if you know a person's mobile number, you can connect to them. It's a real low uh, bar of entry, and it makes it so easy and so uh, simple for people to use. That's why WhatsApp takes off. The problem is that... It, Some people may not know what WhatsApp does. We've brought it up on the show. I think it was someone's favorite like a year ago. But it allows you to contact other people for free. It allows you to open up a voice call, um, a video call, send messages, you know, things you normally pay your phone carrier to do. And it just uses an Internet connection to do it instead. Yep. Now, that doesn't mean much here in the States where most – and I have to stress that – most – carriers are giving unlimited minutes now and we we uh, throttle the data but in other countries such as brazil where they don't give unlimited minutes but public wi-fi is a thing then it makes more sense for them to not pay the telecom providers for the minutes and instead use whatsapp to connect to people anyway
0: yeah so yeah, there's that. I'll, I'll be interested to see what happens here with this. Ultimately, I don't think that WhatsApp is going to be banned on a permanent basis. However, we have seen stranger things, especially in Europe with Google.
1: Yeah, um, I'm kind of wondering what's going to happen to uh, poor Telegram, because uh, if WhatsApp is back online now, that means that everyone's going back to Telegram. Do you, uh, sorry, going, coming back from Telegram.
0: Do you think that? you know, they'll retain those users? I would think they've retained quite a few.
1: Maybe. I think it wouldn't be surprising if Facebook and WhatsApp go out and try to obtain Telegram.
0: Ooh, I could totally see that. Yeah. I could totally see that. Now, I haven't used Telegram. Have you used it?
1: No. I've never used it I've never used WhatsApp. I've never had a reason to. But I actually
0: tried WhatsApp a year or two ago. It was before Facebook bought them. And... I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it at all. So, I use Textra. That's that's my go-to SMS client and messaging client, but I un- I understand that WhatsApp does a lot more than that. So, as we just discussed. So, where to now, Zook? What do you think?
1: Um, well, let's go with more hacking news. And this one's more of a threat of hacking. And you have two headlines in here for, for some reason Uh,
0: because there was an update to one. So let's do the first one and then we'll talk about the second one. here. Uh,
1: OK, well, let's 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 roll back the clock, shall we? To when stolen droids episode number, I don't know, single digits was around and Sony was the headline de jour. Every single week was something about the Sony headline. Sony right? hack. So the Sony hack Um. Well, if you rewound even just a little bit before that, because that was in April, Xbox Live and the Sony PlayStation Network were hacked the Christmas before we started doing this show.
0: I remember that.
1: And people were offline Christmas Day. And everyone went ape over it. They just went nuts because they were actually forced to, you know, interact with people on Christmas Day. Now, that's really easy for me to say, that's really easy for me to to just bring up, but let's be honest, not everyone celebrates Christmas, and even the ones that do don't all do it the same way. Still, Xbox, you know, Microsoft and Sony both tried to make good, hey, sorry you couldn't play on this day, here's a free game, or here's some free credit. It was a huge black eye for both services, though. Let's fast forward now to this week, where a hacker group, or hackers, or hacker, I'm not really sure who, are planning to ruin Christmas Eve by shutting down the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live again.
0: Yes, they're, they're saying that they're going to do it. Uh, they've been tweeting it. Uh, we're going to shut down Xbox Live and PSN this year on Christmas, and we're going to keep them down for one week straight. Hashtag drama alert. Okay, think about this. Xbox Live and PSN have millions and upon millions of dollars, but do they use that money for better security? No, PSN and Xbox do not use that money to improve their security. So until they open their eyes, Xbox Live and PSN will remain vulnerable. Okay, Um, I like they sound like they've got, you know, a good reason for doing this, but still, it's a douche move. You don't do that. Yeah. You don't do that. And now, this group it, actually took credit for knocking Reddit offline.
1: Which Reddit then confirmed.
0: Yes. Yes, which, um, yeah, that's that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. So, on Christmas Day, they are planning on doing this. So, just be aware, if you get new games or whatever, you may not be able to play them online. Uh, now, the second story that I threw in here, uh, Zook, they actually claimed that a three-hour Xbox service outage uh, was their doing. Um, I believe this happened yesterday. No, Thursday night. Um, so Thursday evening, Xbox Live was down for about three hours. I don't know if you noticed this or if anybody did, because really, let's face it, everyone was watching Star Wars. Um, but yeah, they, they say that they took it down for three hours.
1: Yeah, and um, I have to correct myself. Well, actually, no, because I swear that the networks did go down four years ago. But yeah, they also went down last year. Right. So Christmas. But that was uh um, lizard squad lizard squad. Yeah, that did that. So, yeah, this is just kind of, hey, look, we're going to be jerks. We're going to do it. We're going to be jerks. Ah, oh, there we were being jerks. Did you see us? We're so awesome. I'm not saying that the message you're trying to say that that Microsoft and Sony need to take cybersecurity a little bit more seriously. I'm not saying that that's not valid. They definitely do. Because there's credit card information in there. And, well, is there anything else? I don't know. Let's credit, go back to the worst case scenario.
0: Credit card information is kind of a big deal. They'll probably get, uh, they would have to get billing information, so your address, uh, password, email address. There's a lot of information there that could be cause for concern.
1: If they lose my progress. In that game, I'm gonna go nuts. Um,
0: but they're not really trying to hack it so much to get data as they are just trying to bring it down. But. Well,
1: right, but they're, they're trying to bring it down in an effort to prove that there's no security there.
0: Yes, which is what I was gonna say. And so if they, if they are able to successfully bring it down, as it appears they are, at least in Xbox's case, uh, what other holes are there that, you know, other hackers can exploit and get you a year of free credit monitoring?
1: Indeed. So well, maybe maybe Microsoft and Sony should fix that before Christmas. Because uh, a little birdie's told me I have a gift coming to me that would make me very happy if I could play it Christmas Day.
0: Yeah, you know that you're going to be spending the first six hours of Christmas updating that thing.
1: No, I'm going to spend the first six days assembling my kids' stuff. (laughs) You know how this works. It's not a day for us anymore.
0: That is true. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of fun because I, you know, whenever my kids get Legos, I get to help build. True. You know, it's not all bad.
1: Hey, can we talk about the security breach just waiting to happen and screws on or open? Over, not open.
0: (laughs) Screw me open. Wow, that's... (laughs) That's unpleasant. (laughs) That's unpleasant. (laughs) Yeah, so...
1: After the incredible Charlie Foxtrot that happened to Target and completely just decimated their security, their good name in the marketplace, uh, and is currently getting them sued by many different banks, they've decided that they're going to open up their own mobile wallet.
0: Yeah, we talked last week about Walmart starting theirs, and Target now wants to get in on the action.
1: Why? (laughs) Why? I don't know. Um, here in Utah, there's a company called RC Willie's. Now, if you are from Utah, you immediately know this company name. If you are not from Utah, you've probably never heard of them before. And that's okay. That's do I don't know. Not they're
0: in Vegas, and I think they're starting to get into Southern California, so.
1: Yeah. Well, they are growing. They are growing. They're a subsidy of Berkshire Hathaway, which is Warren Buffett's company. Uh, it's a, it's a huge, um, conglomerate of different companies and this is one of them, but they are a local furniture store. That's kind of made it big. I used to work for them. Many other people have basically, if you live in Utah, there is a 99% chance you owe credit to them. Their credit department is so strong. It has become of a bank of sorts. Uh, you can use RC Willy Credit at uh, different tire shops in town, uh, different suit places. For some reason, different, uh, you know, cosmetic retailers, clothing stores, there's a lot of different places that all take RC Willy credit. That would make sense if you had a mobile wallet for one of the for, for RC Willy's that allowed you to use that. At, say you have a $50,000 credit, you know, a line of credit with RC Willie's and you are at the tire place and you need to set a new tires. Well, instead of having to call over to RC Willie's authorize the credit or any of that other stuff, or use your card, use your mobile wallet app. That makes sense. Bank of Toyota. There is a bank of Toyota. If you want to buy a Toyota car and you can't get approved by your bank or any other bank, Toyota is big enough and strong enough. They have their own bank. In fact, other car companies sometimes take loans from the bank of Toyota.
0: I was not aware of that.
1: Yeah, it's the most bizarre thing to me. Toyota has their own city in Japan. It's entirely Toyota.
0: Is it called Toyota?
1: It might be. I don't know. (laughs) Target does not have a bank. Walmart does not have a bank. Ergo, you can't have a mobile wallet. What it is, is it's another way for them to take money from other sources. And if that's all it is, we don't need another wallet from them. Especially when it's very obvious they can't keep anything secure with the wallets we already have. Yeah, it's Oh, oh goodness. <laughs> Having been a
0: victim of that. Yeah, they need to get their own crap together before they start piling more crap onto the pile. That didn't make a lot of sense, but y'all know what I mean.
1: I I I just I don't know who keeps thinking this is a good idea within these companies.
0: I don't understand the end game with this. I, I really don't. Is it just to get to, to farm you for data?
1: Uh, maybe it might just be for them to try and get out of paying uh, card handling charges that different retailers have to pay when you use a card. And you and, and by the way, they have to pay that no matter what card you use yeah. or how you use it. If it's a debit card, they still have to pay. If it's a credit card, they have to pay. That's why many smaller businesses will say, please don't use a debit card on anything less than five yeah. dollars. Because sometimes they get charged so much for the data processing that suddenly they've lost money on that sale. If the sale was above five dollars, they could eat the hit. But if if you buy a stick of gum for a dollar. Or a pack of gum for a dollar, and then they get hit with the uh, the card processing fee. If the card processing fee is two dollars, they've just lost the inventory and the money on that sale. They might as well have been robbed. But Target's not a small retailer, so maybe that's just it though. They're hoping to save so much money by not having to take cards the traditional way anymore that they think it's going to even out. I don't know, but it's the stupidest idea for consumers.
0: It really is. dangerous. And and how many many apps do you want to have on your phone? I mean, a lot of phones don't have expandable memory. So that space that you have is limited. And do you really want to fill it up with a mobile app for every freaking store that you ever shop at? I mean, it's just... I think it's stupid.
1: Yeah. Um, Especially because if enough stores go this way, they will actively start blocking things like apple pay and android pay yeah sorry we take cash we take uh, the target card and that's it and that's all they're legally obligated to do um in weird android news or microsoft news i'm not sure which microsoft has many android apps and nearly all of them are pretty good they're not all very useful depending on how who you are and how you use your phone but uh, they're all Pretty well made. They're just hard to find. Part of that's the fault of the app store, and I'm not. I'm not just giving Google crap there. Every app store has grown terrible and complicated. Of the three major ones, the iTunes App Store, the, Go- the Microsoft Windows Store, and the Google Play Store, the Play Store is the easiest to navigate but it's a low bar. <laughs> it's a it's a hollow victory.
0: <laughs> it really is. And finding new apps is just a nightmare.
1: So um Microsoft attempted to get around this by and I'm reading the TechCrunch headline here which I think is awesome. Microsoft builds Android app store for its own Android apps inside of the Android app store. Recursion much? <laughs> we we've got to go deeper. <laughs> <laughs> basically what it is is it's just a front end saying hey we're microsoft and these are all the apps that we make and when you click on them it takes you to a uh, the, to the landing page for that app in the app store it's a portal this is not their first time doing it there's actually one in windows 10 it's called phone companion if you've installed windows 10 it's probably in your start screen and you haven't even noticed Zahnar's checking it right now i am yeah hit start and Open Phone Companion. Ooh. And all it is is saying, hey, we work with your phone. Yes, your phone. And if you have an iPhone, it shows you links in the iTunes store. And if you have an Android, it shows you the links there. That's all of them.
0: That's pretty cool. Get yeah. what you love from your PC on your Android 2 automatically. Set it up once. Never worry again. We'll show you how.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, this isn't anything new. It's just kind of annoying.
0: Yeah. That's I. I think it's funny. Um, they've they've got some good reviews though. I mean, two hundred fifty two reviews at this point, four star average. So uh,
1: yeah, I mean they they're, they work. They're good. In fact, my Android phone, despite having a Google launcher, I have disabled all the Google Now cards. I use Cortana for everything, even on my phone.
0: Yeah, I still need to put Cortana on my phone. Um, yeah, I mean, you look at some of these reviews though, and people are saying this is actually useful. Um have to use a, uh, let's see, this guy here says, it's a shame that the search function in Play's Android client is so limited that I have to use a dedicated app to find other apps by the same manufacturer. Yeah. I mean, that that right there says everything you need.
1: I, I wonder how awesome it would be if we could have like a universal app store where it's just one app directory and like say we put Clash of Clans. And there's the Clash of Clans page, and here's everything about it, and here's the rating, and here's the um, – it's rated T for teen or whatnot and different reviews on it, and here's screenshots of it. And then below, it has the links. It has the buttons. It works on iOS. It works on Android, this version and above. It works on this, you know. Yeah. That, I think that would be pr- pretty cool. And if I say – let's say I really love this app, but it was on iOS only, you know. Well, I type it in, and there it is. There it is on iOS. And in the related bar down below, it has other apps that fill similar roles, but maybe cross-platform or maybe on my platform. Yeah. Oh, man, I'd so build that and get sued immediately. I just know it.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine the fit that Apple would have over that? I could see Microsoft saying, yeah, that's not a bad idea. I could even almost see google saying that and i could see apple saying round up the
1: lawyers (laughs) release the hounds
0: yeah yeah now that's oh that's just uh i don't know how i feel about that but i i like the idea
1: um real quick um google possibly this is strictly in the rumor area because in an interview um had google said yeah i don't know maybe we could do uh, an online poll or something to name the next version of android
0: That is such a horrible idea. (laughs) (laughs) Yes.
1: Oh, my gosh. If anyone has forgotten, the next one is N, as in Nancy, or Nantucket, or Nectarine, or Nutella, or Nilla wafer.
0: Or any sort of slur, or (laughs) whatever else 4chan devises.
1: Yeah, I, well... Yeah, I mean, it, it, and that's what he said. He said it in that way, too. Yeah, sure. Maybe we could do that. And everyone else is now freaking out going, oh, this is what they're going to do. It's like, no, evidently you have no clue how to listen. Yes. Your listening skills are crap. You're, you put on your listening ears. Um, in Comcast slash Cox News, Comcast has admitted um the, the data cap issue that they ran into was entirely wrong. Now, if you've missed this, there was a huge hubbub a little while back where people were getting charged massive overage charges for going over their data cap. Um, well, it turns out Comcast calculated it wrong. And, uh, they, they admitted we screwed up. Uh, we need to pay everyone back. Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm rather happy with this actually.
0: That they admitted that they screwed
1: up? Yeah, I mean... It's not expected for Comcast. <laughs>
0: yeah, th- that's the thing, is... Yeah, that's the thing, is that it's just a surprise that they're not being complete jerks about it.
1: Yeah. Very much so. So, um... Good on them for that. Yeah. Uh Cox has... um They haven't admitted anything. Uh, They're they're being told they are uh, liable now for pirating subscribers. I'm screwing this up entirely. I'm not even reading it right.
0: They're not. Well, that's, that's what it says. Cox is liable for pirating subscribers. They're not pirating subscribers. They're not out there like illegally downloading subscribers. But they're subscribers who pirate content they are responsible for. And they have been ordered to pay $25 million in damages Um, case was initiated by BMG rights management.
1: Of course it was. Of
0: course it was. Yes. And um, they say that the tracking company rights corp downloaded uh, more than 150,000 copies of their copyrighted works directly from Cox subscribers. Yeah. So they're illegally downloading stuff and complaining that people are illegally downloading it. I don't think that's right either, but whatever. Whatever, but yeah. Sure. That'll be appealed. $25 million, So million.
1: That'll be totally appealed. Oh, I'm sure. Um, and uh, one bit of headline that I jumped right over, and I feel like an idiot, but it's going back to the hacking, because of course it is. Um, it turns out researchers discovered a back door that's been open in Juniper Network's code for who knows how long. Uh, well, you don't know who Juniper Networks is. So I think it's
0: years, actually. I think this yeah. has been there for years.
1: Yeah, well, like I said, you don't know who Juniper Networks is, so it doesn't matter. Well, actually, it matters quite a bit cuz Juniper Networks is freaking huge. Uh they're one of the largest uh, VPN providers. They uh, build firewalls, they build all sorts of different tunneling uh, mechanisms uh for 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 VPNs. They're on corporate level, government level, infrastructure level. They're a big deal. Uh and if a backdoor has been open this entire time, that means that your VPN data probably hasn't been secure. Now, I'm kind of wondering if this VPN data is the ha-ha okay. smiley face that was in the NSA's now-famous napkin drawing. <laughs> oh. Um, I because everyone's assuming that. that it's nefarious hackers now that have been th- inserted backdoor code into there, and that's how they've been getting it. But we remember, right, when, uh, when Edward Snowden came forth and uh, talked about how the NSA has backdoors into everything, and the now-famous Drawing on a cocktail napkin, came out about how they just kind of laugh and put a smiley face next to VPN securities, and how they have a backdoor already in place. Mm. It wouldn't surprise me if this is it.
0: That's crazy. I hadn't considered that. Although it makes perfect sense now that you mention it.
1: Most things I say do make perfect sense once I mention it. I'm a, I'm I'm pretty good that way. Well,
0: especially when you're talking government conspiracy.
1: Oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just pandering to that side of you. Never mind, then.
0: Yeah, you're, you're just, you're just um, enticing the portion of my brain that likes government conspiracies and doesn't trust the government. So it makes perfect sense to me.
1: <laughs> All right. Into our favorites this week. And it should be a little surprise. They're both Star Wars. Mine is a Chrome Lab experiment. Now, I got to warn you, it doesn't work 100%. But when it does, it's freaking awesome. So go to this URL. It was built by Google for the Chrome Labs. And you enter the URL into your browser. And it gives you a code. And it says, go to your phone. Enter this code in your phone. And I believe this only works for Android. They don't specifically state it. But considering it has to work in Chrome, I think it makes sense. You enter that code into your browser on your phone. And it links your phone to your computer browser. Once the two are linked, you then calibrate it. And your phone becomes a lightsaber hilt on your screen. And you are trying to escape the first order. And they're shooting at you. And you can use your phone. And it uses the gyroscopes on the phone to figure out how you have it angled and where you're moving it and how quickly you're moving it. If your network is really slow, it doesn't work really great. If it's fast enough, you notice very little lag. Even when it doesn't work, I don't care. It is just fun. <laughs> you got to check it out. I'm going to be useless this next week at work doing this.
0: Yeah, it came out a few days ago and a bunch of people that I work with, um, yeah, they were pretty useless. They were talking about it in in Slack, how they were playing with it and having a good time. So uh my favorite is also Star Wars related surprise! I think my last like three or four weeks favorites have been all Star Wars related. But this is a YouTube video from uh the Tonight Show starring Jimmy Fallon, and it is Jimmy Fallon, the roots and the cast of Star Wars. The Force Awakens, singing an acapella version of the Star Wars mel- medley. Um, it's awesome. It is awesome. I loved it. There have been a few of these pop up this past week that I've seen, and this is far and away my favorite. And so, go check it out.
1: Very, very cool, and it, it is quite cool actually. Um, that is our episode this week. Um, again. Uh, feedback, let us know. Feedback at stolen Give us a call at one nine one seven geek. Follow us on Twitter, friend us on Facebook, add us to the, uh, our join our community on Google Plus, go see Star Wars, go see Star Wars, go see Star Wars. And in, until next time, cheers. Good day. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.